Have you found your twin flame yet? In this episode, we take a look at the concept of twin flames. We look at the history and discuss the things we like and some of the things we don't like so much about this idea. Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is the Intuitive Intuitive Girl's Guide. Jay. Hey. Interesting topic today. <laughs> I have so many emotions about this. I feel like it's going to be really interesting because I think we feel differently about this. Yes, a little Possibly. bit. A little bit. Okay. So <laughs> I so we're talking about twin flames. Yes. This is something that you brought to me uh-huh. because the people keep bringing it to you. Many people are DMing asking for twin flame episodes. I was kind of trying to put it off. Same. Okay, here's why. We're not ruining twin flames. No, no, no. There's nothing wrong with twin flames. I don't necessarily not believe it, but I don't really see it the way a lot of people see it. So, (laughs) well, like a lot of things that we talk about, it's not the concept that's problematic. It's the application that can be problematic. Yeah. That's where you and I get That's where we get a, a little, little squidgy about squidgy. it. Squidgy, yeah. Your your famous word that you invented, <laughs> squidgy. Yeah, exactly. So with twin flames, I feel that way. But I mm-hmm. I'm gonna say right now, I'm not against twin flames. So if you okay. love twin flames and you popped into this episode and you're like, oh gosh, please tell me you're not gonna make me hate the concept, we're not. We might make you question some things. Yeah. And bring up some things that I feel are problematic, but I'm, I don't personally love the concept, but I don't, I believe in something so similar that it would be weird for me to be like, that's wrong. Cause there's, as you'll see, when we go through this, there's really not enough fact to dispute anything. It's just a bunch of people taking a concept and having opinions about it. Agreed. So. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So this term Mm-hmm. Twin Flames became popular first in the 70s. Oh, okay. And then again, it sort of resurfaced in the 2000s. Yeah, that's when I heard about it. Yeah, well, say I wasn't alive in the 70s, so I wouldn't have heard about it. That I was for like a year. <laughs> you had one little year. You probably don't remember, I don't remember anyone so mentioned material being presented to me. <laughs> but if you think back to the 70s and you think about like what was going on with the sort of. Yeah. I mean, they call it the New Age movement. You know how much I hate that term. Yeah. It makes no sense. But sort of that, like, spiritual, holistic, hippie, mm-hmm. dippy yeah, stuff. Yeah, off of the hippie generation. Yeah. yeah. It, that's what was going on, and that's what was mm-hmm. pulling this concept in. Yeah. And it kind of came back in the 2000s for reasons I can't quite nail down, to okay. be honest, other than there really was, like, a big resurgence of like intuitive spiritual things Mm. then so i think it's just like a cyclical thing yeah i think so too okay so there is no official definition there isn't there's no father there's no no mother no 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 (laughs) i mean i could i could tell you who i think invented it and i will in a minute okay but even still the like the what we think of it now is not what it came from right so but i did find a definition i liked that i thought i'd read to you and when I say I liked it, I mean, I think it encompasses, a, like, how most people view this the, the best. Right. But I think, the, I think the fact that you can't really nail down a definition or when you start looking for one, they're also different. I right. think it illustrates how nebulous this concept is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which, you know, is something to pay attention to. Absolutely. That will, that will come back up, friend. That will come right back up. Good observation. (laughs) Okay. So this definition is from mind, body, green, and it was written by someone named Sarah Regan. I saw that one. Okay. So here it is. A twin flame is an intense soul connection with someone thought to be a person's other half. Mm-hmm. sometimes called a mirror soul. Same mm-hmm. thing, if you've heard that term. Yep. It's based on the idea that sometimes one soul gets split into two bodies. One of the main characteristics of a twin flame relationship is that it will be both challenging and healing. This is due to the mirroring nature of a twin flame. They show you your deepest insecurities, 
fears, and shadows, but they also help you overcome them and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Your twin flame will be equally affected by you. Okay. I mean, that tracks for what I had thought about it. I think if you hear people talking about it or you see anything about mm -hmm. twin flames or you are like, let me take a quiz to see if my husband is my twin flame or right. whatever you wanted to do. I don't know why I had a Southern accent, but <laughs> yeah. I did. And like, I think that this is what you're looking for. Yes. That's the definition. Yeah. I was on a website. I think it's Lone Wolf. I saw that one in my research. Yes. And I love that, that I believe it's a woman, but I love that they said that, um, like they just said there's no real definition this is sort of like a working concept or theory so like be very careful about what you're and i thought that was that's what i like to see that's responsible that's what you and i are always talking about yeah. like you don't have to know everything yeah say like this is something i want to write about but like we can't be sure about it another term you coined besides squidgy is spiritual integrity <laughs> Yes. Very, very different phrases. <laughs> and that is spiritual integrity right there. That is. Owning that and saying yes. that when you are publishing something. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out to that. Yeah. Love it. So some people say that your twin flame has to be a romantic partner and then other people disagree completely. Okay. There's no set rule here. Oh, okay. I had always heard it as like it was your partner. Your like romantic yeah. partner. Yeah. So yeah. not always the case. Okay. There's also, I wanted to point out the difference between a twin flame and a soulmate. Yes. Okay. So a twin flame, you have one mm -hmm. and they are your soul split into two and they're the other half of your soul. So you're the same soul. That's where you lose me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's just like me being very like, I don't know if that's like the earthly human part of me mm -hmm. or if that's like my ego or something, but the idea that they're like, that my soul is split. Yeah, makes no sense. But yet I, I'm not aware of what that or what's going on like that. Yeah, I don't like that. That doesn't right. feel right to me. Agree. This is why I don't like it. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of there's more <laughs> right. reasons I, I don't like it. But and I get the I like I get the working dynamics of the relationship. That I'm sure you're going to get into yeah. like that. That I get. Yeah. But the fact that my soul is split and there's only half of it in here, <laughs> like you're half a soul. I don't like that. It doesn't make any sense if you look at the laws of energy or physics no. or how anybody says anything about soul. So can half your soul die? Which, right, exactly. Could then it come then back and you're, you're always questions. half the soul. How did you get split in the first place? Why are some people split? And not others. I think that's why, like, I'd be more comfortable with the term, like, mirror soul. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you're just so much like that other soul that, mm -hmm. that they're the same, you know, quote unquote. Yeah. But the splitting of that, I don't know. I know. Just, uh, I, I, I'm with you. I don't, I, that's what, that's where my hesitation in yes. flame is because in every area you see that. Now you do see some people talking about it being like, it's, it's more of a, um, like a abstract split. Like you're just like, do you know what I mean? But yeah. like, and we'll get into the history like of metaphorical. this. Metaphorical. Exactly. We'll yeah. get into the history of this and it will make you question it further, I think. Okay. It's personally, mm -hmm. this is just the way I think. This is not based on research. This is not what quote unquote experts think. This is just my opinion of it. Yeah, but you are an expert. Okay, well, that's fine. Thank you. Yes. In your expert opinion. In my expert opinion. Yeah. Is that better? You fix yes. it for me? I'll okay. In my expert opinion, this is a relationship archetype. Yes. Not necessarily a real thing. Gotcha. I mean, that's real, but do yes. you know, do I you know, know what I'm trying to say? Yes, exactly. Okay. But this is how the relationship with another person is playing out. Yes. Yes. Because mm. to, to sort of, I want to get back into this after I, we talk more about what this is. Okay. So help me bring this back around to okay. this. But... The idea that this person is here to teach you all these lessons and, and this one relationship is going to do that, I don't like it for a couple of reasons. And the first is that, like, everyone has free will and everyone has, like, you doing your work is your, you get the credit. Right. And, like, you can do your growth work with whoever, even if the person's not growing. Like, yes. so some of it, some of that part I don't like. Okay. And then the other thing I don't like, and we're, again, we'll get into this, is that a lot of times 
twin flame like dynamics and archetypes are romanticized mm-hmm. when what's really going on is an abusive relationship. That, that that's what yes. That's so, my big concern. Yeah. So when people start talking about their twin flame, mm-hmm. there's a, a a moment where I'm like really leaning in to listen, like, what are you going to tell me about this? What is your exactly that, concept of this? For me, that's a red flag, but not about the theory of twin flames, yes. but about the relationship that you're talking about. Like I'm paying a lot of attention to what you're telling me about. Yes. It's the dynamic. Yes. I'm not judging I'm not, you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not, not saying like, oh, twin flames are bullshit. Same. I'm just like, wait, what, what are you saying is twin flame? And I'm immediately wondering if you're safe. Agreed. Like that's the first thing I'm thinking if you tell agreed. me you are in a relationship with your twin flame. Yes. Agreed. And that is not because all twin flame archetype relationships are abusive. Exactly. It's just that it's become sort of a label to romanticize that a little bit. I agree. So it's the first question. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the twin flame, mm-hmm. your other half of your soul, you have one. Mm-hmm. A soulmate, you can have many. Okay. And they're not necessarily romantic. They can be. Mm-hmm. Your children can be your soulmate, your parents, your friends. Gee, I think you're my soulmate. I think so too. Um, like those people that you have that like instant familiar feeling with. Yeah. And you just know on a deeper level. I mean, we talk a lot about how our lives just always parallel. Right. It's like we're on a track. I mean, obviously we have free will. We make right, our own right. decisions. But like... There are so many times that those things happen and we joke about even just in a friendship, like the dynamic of the the parts that are hard for me, you like about me and the parts that are hard for you, I like about you. Right. So like things like that are like soulmate and you're like, you have soul groups. But see, that's where, again, we are misinformed as a society because yeah. when you like, just like you think everyone that's like psychic or intuitive sees yeah. dead people or the future or yeah. the future right. right when you hear that someone talking about soulmates yeah you think it's always romantic and yeah. that it's this one person forever and ever amen like like there's no there's no one else for you it's sold as this romantic idea yeah. or and that you're incomplete without them or right, something right exactly so so we are again that's why we have this podcast yeah Right. Is to talk about these things because we all are given the wrong ideas about them. Exactly. And and not just like me and you going like, hey, that's not how we see it. It's like literally, I mean, it's part partially, right. but it's also like, hey, that's hurting you. Yes. That concept is actually hurting you yeah. more than it's helping you. Exactly. So let us fix it for you. Right. So I believe... Mm-hmm. And I'm not the only one that believes this, and I'm not, I didn't create this theory, mm-hmm. but I believe in the idea that you sort of incarnate with a, a group of people regularly. I love that idea. So, like, I don't mean, I don't think you always do, but I think right. for the most part, the majority of lives, you you sort of come with the same gang. Well, that's why if you do past life work, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, the person that was is your daughter in this life. Yes. Was your mother in your last life. Yes. Right? Like, because you're always sort of, like, doing the work together. Yes. Exactly. That soul family makes a lot of sense. That's how I see it. Mm -hmm. It's like a group. Yeah. And we talked about in in another episode, I can't remember which one, maybe you do, but, like, some of the people who hurt you the most are part of your soul group to sort of come and help you. Oh, we did an obsessed on, um, like, spiritual contracts. Ah, yes. Okay. So... That, I believe, is true. Yes. None of this can be proven, guys. It's just from, like, a lot of research, a lot of intuitive work with people, people asking questions, and not just me, but other people sort of of downloading similar things to say, right? Like, so, but as a a concept, I believe that. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes you can have a spiritual contract with someone Mm -hmm. who you end up in a romantic relationship with. Yes. Who pushes your buttons and teaches you a lot of stuff. Correct. And a lot of times I think people are labeling that twin flame. Yes. And I I, I don't think that's necessarily wrong. It's mm-hmm. just not what I would label it personally. Agreed. I agree. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about my best guess of its origin. Okay. Through a lot of research. Okay. Trying to prove it. Okay. I can't. But I'm pretty sure this is this is it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna I'm enough sure that I'm gonna say I really believe this is where it started. Okay. Okay. Could there have been mentions of it before? Yes. Right. 
But the idea of a twin flame, I believe, is from Greek mythology. It's definitely in Greek mythology. Tracks. I can't find anything yeah. about it before. Okay. So one of the first sort of mentions of the concept comes from Aristotle, mm -hmm. who lived between 384 and 322 BC. Okay. And it, the quote is, love is composed of a single soul inhabiting two bodies. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So this mm -hmm. sort of concept. Um, it's also mentioned in the Bible. Twin flames are mentioned in the Bible. Okay. Um, in Greek and Hindu mythology as well. Okay. So could somebody come and be like, actually, it was in Hindu mythology first. Yes. Sure. Right. They could. But this is just, from what I've looked at, my best guess. Mm -hmm. Now, I would also like to say that because Greek mythology is, is it's pagan, mm -hmm. but it's majority white pagan, yes. it's better preserved information and passed down with more physical evidence. Correct. So you right. have to know that, that that research is skewed. Absolutely. So that's, could it have been happening other places? Right. Yeah. And you know what I love? What's the book um, by Elizabeth Gilbert? It's a big magic. Yes, oh, I love that book. And like the concept that intuitive ideas she doesn't speak this frankly about it being intuition yeah you can kind of read between the lines yes but like well creativity is a form of intuition correct. And no matter if you identify that in a book or not right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but basically that these like intuitive ideas or creative ideas are sort of like dropped down to different people yes and kind then of at a similar time right at a yeah. similar time and some people take that info and run with it yeah some people ignore it, and it doesn't come up to the surface for them in their circle, right? Was the example she gave, like, penicillin or something? I that think was, so. Like, it was discovered at the same time or like similar Like, all times. over the world. Yeah, in a, in a time where they couldn't have communicated that to each yes. other. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, so yes, this idea of, like, people being observant and being philosophical and having ideas and speculations about love and, mm -hmm. and souls. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that different people all over the world would be having those same observations and ideas. Exactly. Exactly right. Now, I'm going to read you a lot of stuff from Plato. Okay. So Plato wrote a book called The Symposium. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's based on his study of Greek mythology. Now, just to remind people, Plato is a, a student of Aristotle. Yes. So if you're trying to like timeline that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and we're going to talk about that because I believe that a lot of the modern concepts are coming from this. Okay. But before we talk about that, I want to explain the way that I always look at these kinds of stories. Okay. So sometimes people read into stuff like Twin Flame, mm -hmm. like we're going to look into and go like, this was Greek pagans mm -hmm. saying this is true and I know it. Yeah. But I read it and take it in sort of like this is what like, if they were watching TV at the time, this this is what the shows would have been talking about. OK, so it would be like if somebody came to study us like from the future right. and watched Game of Thrones and said, this is how humans think it is at oh, this time. Gotcha. But this is just a story we're telling. Gotcha. Okay. It's like with fairy tales. Yeah. Right. This is this is where I, a lot of this theory comes from for me. Mm -hmm. We were telling fairy tales to each other, not as fact. Right. We were trying to get a lesson across, and we were adjusting them based on the lesson because there wasn't TV. There was, you know, we yeah, were sharing information. Yeah, yeah, spoken word. That's how we did it. Right. So I view a lot of like Plato's work with symposium mm -hmm. as that. Okay. Is that like it, it would kind of be like someone being like, oh, the. You know, Harry Potter was a big book at the time, mm -hmm. so they must have believed in the all of the concepts of Harry Potter. Gotcha. I mean, I stand Harry Potter. I'm not saying that. But, like, it's sort of like looking at it as, as total fact instead of, like, storytelling that's pertinent to the time. Yeah. Is, are there truths in it? Yeah. Yes. Are there things playing out that are real? Yeah. But, like, right. if you really go and study media of the time, yeah. it tells you what was what was really, like going on it's like a real reflection like of society consciousness yeah yeah gotcha it so makes a lot of sense that's how i view these things mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna read you this one like first quote mm -hmm. and then i think we should take a break and then kind of break this down okay all right so this is from plato's symposium mm -hmm. according to greek mythology humans were originally created with four arms 
four legs, and a head with two faces. Fearing their power, Zeus split them into two separate parts, conde condemning them to spend their lives in search of their other halves. Hmm. Interesting. This is where they took the idea right. of this, the half splitting. Right. Now, we're going to get into more points after we take a break. Yeah. But I think that he was more referencing masculine and feminine energy. Uh, yep. More than he actually meant. Right. You now you got to go find that other like half the of yourself. of humans. Yes. Yep. Agreed. Okay. So okay. let's take a quick break okay. and come back and discuss. All right. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki. So I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. with podcast listening a uh, great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop yep beans roasted in-house amazing baristas you know where i'm talking about restoration coffee can we go yes i need an americano and maybe a panini too Ooh, i need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl Ooh, yeah check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right, Heather, this week we are obsessed with what? The guide. I knew you were going to do this. <laughs> I was thinking about this morning and I was like, I know she's going to do this. Go ahead. Tell us about it. I started a blog. Yeah, you did on Substack. On Substack. Yeah. I've been, listen, <laughs> not to make it all about me. Let's do that. Please. But I've been nudging you this way. Oh, it's specifically towards Substack sub for yeah. like a year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But here we are. Here we are. Yes. It's free. Well, you can pledge. You can. You can certainly pledge. People are doing that and I don't want them to, but hey, we'll, listen, we'll talk listen. about that after. You, you, made can... me, you made me learn the lesson about how energy, you have to reciprocate energy. I know. If you're putting something out, people need to put, give something back. It's reciprocity. You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. Can I make this about you again for a second? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I, I have a black belt in this, so. Clearly. Okay. Um, I think it's more important than the fact that I'm writing a blog is the fact that, like, it's so nice to have, like, friends in your life that are, like, clapping when you do something. Yeah. And you always do that for me. Yeah, you go, Glenn. I just go, put it out. Yeah. I didn't even tell you I was doing it. I mean, I know. I told you I made it. I show. I got your approval for the graphic. <laughs> yeah, I did those things. Yeah, but then I just put it out, and I didn't because I, I was like, I don't want it to be a big deal. And then you like immediately Marco Poloed me, like talking about how great it was and yes. how many you know people had already signed up and stuff. Yes, that's 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 rare. Too rare. No, that's what friends are supposed to do. That's not what most people do. <laughs> So let's make well, it. Well, you're a great writer. Thank and you. it's a great like vent, right? It's a great yeah. like place for you to like get your thoughts out and be creative. Mm. I feel like there are so many writers mm -hmm. in the intuitive world mm -hmm. that don't write. Yeah, I mean I think I'm one of them. Yes. And I think that for me, and I, I wrote about this. <laughs> In my first. Mm -hmm. Hopefully there's more than one by the time this airs, but right now there's one thing I wrote on this. Yes. yes. Um, I wrote about this. It's like I didn't want to do it because I was like, I, I don't I don't know how to make this marketable. Like I just want to write what I feel. I just want it to be intuitive and mm -hmm. I want, you know, you know, I love the energy of desire and like I mean that's what intuition is, right? Like mm -hmm. just follow it and just like write what and I you feel. You wanted to write. Yeah. You wanted to write. Yeah. And, but so I was writing, but I wasn't sharing it. And I, this intuitive nudge to share it wouldn't leave me alone. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean you, I mean, right. you well, also were nudging right. me, but like both. And, um, so I just think, go for it. If you want yeah. to do something like that, like it's really nice to do something without any sort of like 
pressure to, for it to perform or well, right fighting the narrative like the the inner voice of capitalism yeah that's telling you that you have to make money off it like yeah like make this a side hustle like yeah go make money with this you're good at this make money with it like yeah you, we can be good at things and enjoy things yeah without it being a side hustle or like a money maker yeah and there's sort of like a a guilt that comes when you're like doing something without it mm-hmm. like oh i'm taking time away from other stuff to right. do something that's not going to produce money or be a sales funnel or something and right. <laughs> i don't but I don't that can also it. be like an absolute like energy stomper that's if what it was feeling like to if, me if you feel yeah. like if you put on the pressure of having to like market this or make yeah. money off of it or sell right. it like right it can squash the whole yeah. vibe. And I'm all about like a hustle. If you if yeah. you want to go build a business and be like, I've done that, you've done that. I mean, hello, we love that. But yeah. like it, we, you get so stuck sometimes yeah. and like it can really, it can affect your creativity. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to have to promise what anything was going to be about. I just wanted to, to it right. to be about whatever I wanted it to right. be about. Right, because then it becomes full of pressure and yeah. obligation. So it feels like illegal or something mm-hmm. to just be like, I'm going to write about whatever the hell I want. And one day it's going to be like this and another day it'll be like that. Right, and exactly. I don't promise how often and that's it. I think that's actually what people like about things like that though. Maybe. The sort of organic nature yeah. of, yeah, that's why people do really well on social media with like mm. posts and stories. And then yeah. they try to move to like a bigger platform or a different platform mm-hmm. and it doesn't track Yeah, because you lose the, the sort of organicness of yeah of it just being like an Instagram post. Do you ever have that moment where you're like following someone on social media and then you you kind of like slowly realize that they're like advertising something mm-hmm. to you? Like I have no problem no. with like if you're like putting out content and then every once in a while you put an ad in there yeah. and you make some money from yeah. it. High five! I'll Absolutely. watch the whole thing for Absolutely. you, so you get whatever hit from that. I'll right. watch it twice if yep. you want, but. It's the sneaky way that yep. I, I don't love. It's when it's the like, content starts to change. Yeah. Like you can feel the whole energy of the person shift. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I'm watching a TV show for free and there's a commercial, I don't mind. No. But when you're doing product placement in the TV show, I don't like that. Right. So it sort of feels like yeah. that. A like, a, bit. like a bait and switch. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, follow. Go follow check out the, the guide. Thing. Thank yeah, you. It's, you can go to my Instagram yeah. and click the link in my bio. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's do the thing that you want to do and like allow it to just be however the hell you want it to be. Exactly. And when someone tells you that's not going to work or it's against the rules, tell them to fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's go back to the symposium and yes. these other points from it where we pull a lot of stuff about twin flames. Yes. Okay. So one of the points in there was that males originated from the sun, females from the earth, mm-hmm. and those who were androgynous from the moon. Ooh, love. So you also have to know, sorry, I'm flipping my paper. Mm-hmm. I know in one of the episodes previously, <laughs> I was hitting the table a you lot. You could have not acknowledged this. I have to. <laughs> We moved to the couch because it's a better sound thing. Mm-hmm. I get fired up and now I hit the couch. Yeah, it's not as loud as the table tapping was, you were doing. Yeah. So one of the things that's really fun about putting your podcast on video mm-hmm. is then you have another platform to like pick yourself apart on. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also saw myself stimming, which I didn't realize I did. Oh, really? You didn't know that? <laughs> oh. We all gonna say, "Oh, really? You're stimming?" Oh no, I've noticed. We all do. Everyone does that. I, I listen. Know. No one is neurotypical. I, I fully agree. I know that I'm not either. But like, <laughs> so you sort of like hear about, yeah. you, like you see, like, oh, that's what that is, and you know, people do that. But mm-hmm. I didn't know I was doing it until yeah. I saw myself on video, and I was like, "Yeah, a little Girl. nervous system regulation." Girl, it's what perfect. Is, what is the finger thing? You're relaxing your nervous system. Okay. Well. Anyways. <laughs> So, sometimes we're going to make noise. I know. I'm going to try not to do the annoying banging thing anymore. I mean, I'm not at the table. I'm only hitting the couch. The table was was a problem. Yeah. I mean, there was one point you could hear my stomach growl. Like, I can't stop that. I'm not good enough editor to get all of that out. But, like, we're trying our best. Just wait until we get 
Yeah. A studio and an engineer. It's yeah. Over for you. Someone else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> over. But you want to hear our stomach growling. <laughs> also, I don't mind at all if you write in telling us that you heard something or that no. something was annoying you. I'm fine with that. But like, I know. We're more annoyed by it than you are. <laughs> right. We are aware. Okay. So anyways, the androgynous thing. Yep. It wasn't necessarily like um, somebody who didn't reveal their gender. It right. just really meant someone who wasn't heterosexual back yeah. then. Or maybe like someone that was two-spirit or, or like trans. Exactly. Any Anything right. that was not the heteronormative yep. was, gotcha. they were using that label. I love it that it's with the moon. Yeah, me too. Love. Okay. Um, beings becoming too powerful. Mm-hmm. So this idea, like these... These hu- these original humans, mm-hmm. they were too powerful, okay? Mm-hmm. And the final straw in the story is that they tried to scale Mount Olympus. Oh, they got too close to him. So Zeus halved their power by splitting them in two. Too much power. Okay. Yeah. This, to me, is so mother-effing symbolic. Yes. That... I, it's, this is why it is extra hard for me to go, yeah, that's two souls. Like, this is a story showing you right. something important. Showing you how powerful you can be mm-hmm. if you call in all the energies of yourself. Yes. If you call in all the masculine, feminine, moon energies, all that stuff. Yes. And again, we say this all the time, but we'll say it every time. When we're talking about energy, masculine and feminine energy, we're not talking about gender. Gender is different. Right. Gender is a social construct. Right. This is energetic. Right. And it does not mean, like, if you have a lot of masculine energy, you can have, like, female sexual organs. Of course. Like, it it doesn't. Right. Those aren't. No. Right. (laughs) Right. So, the fact that it's going, like, oh, together human beings when they have all of those powers in balance are so powerful that they are trying to reach the gods exactly that to me says something and again yeah. you can't think of like christian gods no you have to think of pagan gods yeah. and that they were split in two for that reason like i don't really think they're saying so go find that other half and have them push your buttons for your whole life <laughs> yes they're saying call in all of your natural energy and balance it and align it yeah. And then you'll be in a position of power. Right. Energetically. Exactly. Right. Exactly right. Okay. The other point that I thought was interesting is humans, well, like they in the story, they lost the will to live after they were split in half and they just started dying. So Zeus put their genitals in the front. So when they embraced, they could have sex, creating desire and intimacy as well as the ability to reproduce. Okay. Again, <laughs> I feel like a broken record. I think this is symbolic. Yes. Everything um, in mythology is symbolic. Yes. It, it's the same as like when you're, again, with the fairy tales and shouting out that episode. That's a really good effing episode. I'm saying effing and fuck a lot in this. I love it. Okay. Um, it, it really shows you, we break that down. Yes. Like it's, they're telling stories to teach you something. It's like a coded storytelling. And that's always what mythology has been presented right. as. But all, so are all pagan tales. Right. Really. Okay. So just the fact that, like, the idea of desire mm-hmm. being planted here. And I know it's it's presented sexually, but I don't think it's meant as only that. Right. Well, and sex also meant something different then. Yes. It wasn't scandalized and taboo. Yeah. So I don't, I think if you're being too literal and being like, unless I find my twin flame and have sex with them, then I'm going to have no desire to live. Then I, like it, do you know what I mean? Like yes. people are taking yes. it in a way that literally. I don't think it was ever literally. Meant. Right. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Mm. I just also wanted to point out something that I found interesting while I was researching this that I didn't know is that Plato actually connected manliness with homosexual desire in men, not hetero. Ooh. So he talked about how like the most manliest masculine man would want, would desire another man. Yes. Like that would be the most manly because it's two men. Yeah. Wow. Bring us back. <laughs> yeah. Educate the people. Like I thought that was cool. Yes. So heterosexuality was not considered like the most manly way to be a man. There wasn't a lot of talk about women in that, but mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been relevant to the time to be referencing it that way. But right. 
Right. Oh, that was interesting. Sorry. Okay. One of the most famous examples of twin flames literally, uh, literarily, okay. <laughs> in literature, yes, <laughs> yes, is Romeo and Juliet. Oh, okay. Written to represent this sort of like star Greek mythological lovers. twin flame. Yeah, star-crossed lovers. And here's why that gives me a little bit of the ick. Okay. Because I know that like Romeo and Juliet is a beautiful story. I loved the movie version with Leo and Claire Danes. That was great. I was like, Mm -hmm. that was, I remember watching that thinking like, this is amazing because it was like having this, it was so lyrical and it was just presented interestingly. And Leo was like at the height of his game before he like was kind of loving children or whatever he does, really young women. Yes. I wish you guys could see the face if you're not, if you're only listening to the Whatever, problematic. Yeah. yeah. But I think a lot of people still romanticize that relationship in a way that it wasn't meant. I agree. I fully agree with that. That's that's a cautionary tale. Exactly. Again, it's like the coded storytelling to like warn people of things. Yes. Not to like romanticize it and put it like on this pedestal of love. Yeah. I mean, that whole story is about... Two people, two families being blindly at war and the casualties being these children who are in love. Exactly. Like that's the messaging. Right. But people only ever take away this like faded love. But this really toxic love. Right. This is not a healthy, happy relationship. We're going to, we're going to die together. Yeah. I know there was a plan for it to be yeah. fake, but it was, yes. it was all not good. No. And I know Leo was in it, and he looked great. He did. But yeah. Claire Danes Love. killed it. Love. But yeah. careful here is my yeah. point. And the bigger picture is important. Yes. So this is where I think the idea that people are saying, like, well, this is my twin flame. Mm-hmm. So it's very Romeo and Juliet. Like, it's you're basically saying it's very toxic. Yeah. Where this is my personal opinion, mm-hmm. okay? I think that if you're in a relationship, a romantic relationship with somebody for a, like a long period of time, mm-hmm. like a committed long period of time relationship, if you're not pushing each other's buttons and growing together, mm-hmm. that seems more unusual to me than if you were. Right. Like that's not rare. No. Right, but it's this... People who, people who talk about twin flames, mm-hmm. the people who I've heard talk about twin flames, mm-hmm. have used it as an explanation yep. for being in a very toxic relationship. Same. They're not saying like, oh, I'm with my twin flame mm-hmm. and we're pushing each other's buttons so that we can grow and like do better together and have this really fulfilled relationship. It's always been... Fl- framed to me as my husband and I or my wife and I have this really tumultuous relationship. Tumultuous we argue is a great word. All yes. the time. They yes. push all my buttons. We are constantly fighting, but it's because we're twin flames. That's like, like that's you're where missing, it bothers me. you're missing like the healing. Yes. So uh, in everything that I read about twin flames, mm-hmm. it says that there's an automatic magnetism. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to go over this, but mm-hmm. like automatic magnetism. But then like what happens then mm-hmm. is that you get like the tumultuousness, right? Exactly. Like you get the fighting, you get the, the, the sort of chaotic stuff. Yes. But then there's the growth. Yes. The healing together. You're pushing each other's buttons, but then you're, you're working through them in a safe place to heal those things. And can I just say something? Yeah. That's called shadow work. Exactly. And you're just doing that with your with partner. With your partner. Not right. everyone does shadow right. work with their romantic partner. Right. You don't have to. And everything that I read, like I took a bunch, I took some quizzes. I'm sure we'll I, get there. I told you you had to. Yeah. But what I noticed was that one of the themes was that you feel safe and seen. Yeah. With your twin flame. Yeah. That you feel like they see you like more than anyone else and that right. you feel safe with them. Right. The people that I've heard talking about twin flames and making excuses for their partners, mm-hmm. they do not feel safe. 100%. They feel like 
like their partner is like constantly picking at them and poking at them and like dragging them and yeah not harassing but like you know what I mean like yeah, I mean, I sat through many sessions with I bet people. you did. I bet you did. Trying to justify their partner's bad behavior, yes. whether it was cheating or physical, verbal, emotional abuse, mm-hmm. because they were their twin flame. Yeah. And so I think it gives me an extra ick about it that yes. maybe someone else hasn't had yes because I have never had someone come to me and talk to me about their twin flame in a way that I felt sounded healthy well because how do you walk away from that I don't know like if you're in an unhealthy relationship Mm -hmm. if someone's in a session talking to you about it yeah they know it's unhealthy somewhere I mean that's why they're saying somewhere (laughs) yeah but then like how do you then like leave that person because if you're buying into the theory of twin flame that you're meant to be together. Yeah. Like you're meant to find that other part. So then it's like you're giving up on this like part of yourself. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like that concept in movies that you see sometimes where it's like, well, that's their one soulmate twin flame. Exactly. So now every relationship, it'll be fine. So you have to eat but shit forever. But it will forever. just never be as good. No. Or you have to eat shit from them. Like yeah. you have to take you have to take yeah. this for the rest yes. of your life. Right. Just be abused because this is your twin because flame you, and they're you, teaching you. Can't, stuff. You can't abandon your twin flame. Uh, see, this is why this is that's why you get pukey about but it. But like if you're listening and you really are on board, or if you're like yeah. a, like there are people who do this for a job. They're like yes. twin flame Yes. What would the word be? I don't know. Uh, um, not yes. medium, like intuitive. Yeah. Like they do twin flame yeah. work, they're a yeah. twin flame coach. I don't know. Yeah. There are many people who do that. Yeah. If you're listening and you're like, no, that's not it. It's really this, but yeah. it's not that. We get that. Absolutely. But what we're saying is that a lot of other people don't understand that. I mean, it reminds me of like last week's episode when we talked about narcissism. Yes. Where it it's like, I bet a lot of psychologists were listening, going like, that's not what it is. Right. And, we're, and we're going, we know. Right. Because, but this is what people are making it. Right. So we have to address like what we're hearing from people because it becomes problematic. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I, I want to tell you the signs okay. of a twin flame. Okay. According to too many articles and quizzes. So many. Okay. Um, a sense that you're meeting yourself. Yes. I don't understand that one, but what? Right. <laughs> like you're meeting them and you feel like you're meeting yourself. Does, does it just mean like you're seeing yourself reflected in them? Mm-hmm. That's that mirror I thing? I think so. Okay. Like you see yourself. I would just like to side note say that I think that's a red flag if you, if that happens to you. Not right. that it's bad. Right. But that you, there's something you need to look at. Work at. Work right. on. Yeah. It's like a shadow work screen. Yes. Okay. Right. Um, multiple similarities, sometimes uncanny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Deep connection, mm-hmm. desire to grow. Yeah. Um, I would just like to say that one of the human needs, the universal human needs, is growth. True. So True. see our episode on human desires and right. fears. But okay. But probably in most relationships that's so maybe maybe there's mm-hmm. like more of a focus on it mm-hmm. in these, would you say? Yeah, I and a lot of the quizzes I took, one of these were across different websites. Yeah. There was a very similar question that was like, after you met this person, um, did you start like up leveling or did like yes. problems arise that you then fix? So now you feel like a different person. Yeah. So it was, I was reading like the subtext, which was like, this person comes into your life and sort of unlocks that, like a part of you that you can mm-hmm. then grow from so it's more than just like your average growth yeah it's, it's like, like that's a priority or something yeah, yeah. in you to grow together yes it right. was like my life one of the options was like my life never looked the same again oh, or yeah. something like that right that could also be said for like someone who punched you in the face correct i mean okay i obviously i'm a little spicy you are there, but yeah i'm just saying I, only out of protection of right the toxic element of this because well, I do 100% believe that you have soulmates and, and soul contracts. And, right. and I do absolutely believe in the archetype of this relationship. Right. I'm just really skeptical on the idea that your soul split in half. And that person's the other part of you. 
Right. Okay. Okay. Continuing. Uh, the meeting signifies a major change in your life, mm -hmm. like you just said. Mirrored life experiences. Person feels familiar. You mentioned mm -hmm. that too. And then like a fiery, passionate connection. Yes. Yeah. So I took, I feel like it was a hundred quizzes. I feel like it was probably like 12. You took 12? Probably. Wow. It was a lot. It was commitment. Well, I was trying to find one that I was like, this, this I can get behind. Okay. Mm. Okay. Here's my problem with quizzes like this. Don't lead me to the answer in your question. Yes. And the, every one I took was mm -hmm. leading me. If I wanted this person, if I wanted to say my husband was my twin flame, I know exactly what to click. I had that very thought. I had, I could see in my head the girl. Yeah. The girl who is in a super shitty, toxic relationship. And she wants so badly for this like partner of hers who she's like, borderline obsessed with yeah she's afraid to leave she's addicted to the the rush of the relationship yeah see how detailed i'm being this actually has never happened to me but like <laughs> there's like this archetype i can see of this yeah. like this person yeah and that they, they want so badly for you to say they're your twin flame yeah so they don't have to leave yes and from the other side because mm -hmm. i was looking at it from my own perspective of like I don't know that this is a true concept, but mm -hmm. like my husband is definitely a soulmate of mine. Like mm -hmm. he, it's a very healthy relationship with a lot of pushing and teaching. Mm -hmm. Right. And by healthy, I don't mean like we never argue. I think that's unhealthy. No, right. To be honest. Yeah, but like you're supposed to be growing with right, your partner. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So I was taking it, seeing if I could, as someone who doesn't really think much of the concept, you make like it. fail it. You no, if I could pass it. Oh, okay. The opposite. Because right. I'm already like not into right. it. And right. I could. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I think most of the results I got was like, may or may not be your, your twin flame. Okay. And I was like. It's not. The, how was. Right. was just says we don't know. Right. It said that. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Right. So. In the archetype of a twin flame relationship. Mm -hmm. Do I think that these concepts that I just said, these signs are true? Yes. Yeah. Do I think. They can be true in a healthy relationship, 100%. Right. I think if you're in a relationship with another person where you're building a life together and you're going through stuff and you're dealing with like money and maybe children and mm -hmm. division of labor and that's like mental health issues and neurodiversity yeah. and yes. like family issues and yes, boundaries and like there, how are you not going to grow? Yeah. Like, well, that's the work. Well, then the relationship is done. Right. But I don't hear those people mm -hmm. going like, this is, oh, you know, this is my twin flame. You know, like imagine if I was right. somewhere and I was like, hi, I'm Heather. And this is my twin flame, Matt. Like that's, that's too much. weird. Right. So the people who are kind of saying that are usually saying it because the person is hurting them. Right. And they're, but they're in love with them. Yes. And to me, that is just such a thing that I want to protect in a person. Yeah. To love someone who's like really, really hurting you yeah. is really fucking hard. And so mm -hmm. I just want to like stand at the door and protect them. And so I get nervous when people are like, oh, it's just your twin flame and like romanticizing that because that's not fair to them. And it's not an excuse to take shit. No. It's not an excuse to Never. stay somewhere where you're not A, happy, mm -hmm. but also B, healthy. Yes. Exactly right. You know? Exactly right. So I found a twin flame reading that I had. Yes. Done. Yes. Um, 2017 or 18. Okay. I can't remember. Um, and I reached out to the person who gave it to me to see if I could like talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't hear back in time. So okay. I'm not going to say their name, but I have nothing against them. And I, so I'm not, not saying their name because oh, they were okay. bad. Right. It just, right. Um, so, but I just, it was an audio. So like I had the recording still, mm. this is like the good thing about having like digital clutter in your email. Yeah, it's you like can you can it. Google old yes. stuff. So I listened to it again. Yeah. And now I have to say also that it was, it was given to me and then I was asked for like feedback in exchange for like how she was doing. She yep. was like new to it. Yeah. So there's like some elements of that, but 
what she did in her reading was say that she was going to read the energy field of myself and the twin flame and how they met because in in her um way of viewing twin flames that their energy fields were always overlapping in some way oh and that there was kind of almost like a chakra element connection to twin flames even if they're not in your life yes oh that's really interesting. because i was told i've never met mine in the reading and that they were not romantic Really? Yes. Now, again, not everyone believes it that way, and that's fine. Interesting. And they said that I probably won't ever meet them, that I usually don't. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, there was also, like, a side note that they might work for CERN. Interesting. So, if you're listening. <laughs> From <laughs> CERN? They're probably not. I don't think CERN's CERN listening. Okay. But do you know what I mean? Like, but someone, there is a scientist listening, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember they wrote and told, she was like, tell Heather. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a scientist. I was like, like so neuro, thrilled. Like a neuroscientist. And I was like, Heather, the scientist. She screenshotted immediately. And I was like, oh my God. So yeah, I love that. Okay. Anyways. But do you see how if the wrong person had that reading, that could spiral them? Yeah, they could think in their relationship that there was, like, I'm not with the right person. I'm not with the right person, or I'm, I'm like, destined to be alone. Like, yeah. no one's ever, like, I'm, yeah. and I'm not saying that the practitioner. No, no, she wasn't job. saying like, that. I'm sure yeah. she was, like, thorough and thoughtful. Yeah, she was. <clears throat> I just worry about who's, yeah, who's looking for information like this. I mean, I was also told that it was a female. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, like, again... If you go get a twin flame reading, it's just going to depend because there's no hard and fast rules. This is a concept taken from hmm. a, basically a book from based on Greek mythology. Right. That people are going to interpret it however they want. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. So I loved it. I, I loved listen. I listened back. It was super interesting. Yeah. There was a lot more juicy stuff in the reading that was like good, but not pertinent to now. But like, right. It, it was clear to me that this person was legitimately intuiting things. Yes. Would I necessarily say that's a twin flame? I, I don't know. I don't know either. Is there some uh, person I have a soul contract with that I might not ever meet? I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That I could understand. Yeah. Free will and all that. So just my point being, mm. like, go go do this with mm. people who are certified. Trusted, like this girl yeah, trusted is trusted people. Trusted right? people and see. But go in very open. Yeah. And if you're, if you're talking about this is my twin flame and you're using it as a way to like romanticize toxic behavior, right? I just want you to go speak to your therapist about that. Yes. If you don't have That's a therapist, a I idea. want you to yeah, go find start. We should journey. all have therapists. We all yes. should have therapists. Yeah. Um, well, I, I found my twin flame. Oh, you, I yes. mean, according to the quizzes. <laughs> So tell me, do you believe that? Like, do you think that your husband is like the other, like your soul split in half and he's the other half of I said, it? I was like, really, really talking about you in this house. <laughs> <laughs> Get clearance from him. Um, I don't know. Like, okay. I went into, as you know, I, do, I went yeah. into the quizzes like, oh God, no way. Yeah. yeah. And then every single one. And I was doing what you were doing where I was like sort of tamping down yeah. The answers because yeah. I was like, it's so easy. It's so easy to know what to hit, so they'll tell me it's my twin flame. Right. And yeah. I, and and legitimately, like not every answer was like, Yeah, we have this this like crazy passionate relationship and like yeah. we make each other mad all the time. Like no. a lot of the answers were like, Yeah, sometimes that applies, sometimes that applies. Yeah. And I honestly answered and they all said yeah. yes. I think that's just like a, a relationship with two people who are doing healing work, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, we are certainly, yeah, we are certainly doing our own healing work. Yeah, but like do, and do I feel like a, like one of the questions was on all of them. Yeah, it was like when you met the person. It was it was something that implied like you knew instantly that something was different. Oh yeah, and absolutely the the night. Yeah. The night I went yeah. on a first date with my husband and yeah. I closed the door to my house and I, I was like, something's different. Yeah. Like something that has never. Yeah. And not like, not like romantically or sexually, but like, oh, okay. but like this feeling was like, that's different. This, yeah. this thing is yeah. different than anything oh, I've yeah. ever felt. I can relate to that. When and I, I just knew. 
I know I knew Matt my whole life. Yeah. And then um, he walked into the gymnasium in high school to it's talk like about a, being on the golf team. I was the only girl like in the boys' league. It is. It. I mean, if you just change it to '90s, <laughs> that would be accurate. And he, I knew him, and he sat down next to me, and something happened. Right. But I felt like like somebody had hit me with like a beam of energetic lightning, to right. be honest. And yep. you know I'm not very cheesy about this. I mean, I kind of am inside, but not outside. And I was like, I just remember feeling like time started moving different. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what was like something cosmically just happened. Exactly. And it, I've known him and now what happened? Like right. what something is going on? Into energetically. To the point where a friend that's still a friend of ours mm-hmm. witnessed it and was like, to this day, we'll be like, what, what happened? Right. I, I saw something happen. Wow. And I, yeah. But right. my response was, oh, no. Oh, really? <laughs> well, because I had this plan that I was going to, like, marry a professional athlete and take all his money. <laughs> what? Yes. Take all his money? Yeah, so... <laughs> I did not think you were going to say that. So, <laughs> I was 15. We started dating when we were 16. And I just thought... You were a gold digger. <laughs> I just... There was so much, like, at the time on TV about, like, these athletes, like, leaving their wives and, like... Like, in their wives, like, a lot of them were having, like, reality TV shows, yes. like, grouped together yeah. of, like like first wives club esque stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just thought I'm going to reverse that to somebody. I'm going to convince him no prenup. I'll do like a Red Sox fair. So they're going to travel all the time <laughs> and I'll take everything. Diabolical. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and then I'll have all this money and then I'll go fall in love with whoever I want. But I'm, I'm stealing. I'm taking, cause I'm sick taking of this. I'm sick back. of the celebrating of men like this. It's so wow. annoying. It's incredible. So, it really, I, my oh no was like, that really ruins that like, plan for me. Great, Matt. Now great. I don't love you. Yeah. <laughs> great. Now I can't go. To go get a job. I know. I can't steal money from a professional athlete. Why? <laughs> Thanks, Matt. I just thought, like, that would be so cool. It's like, I'm, I just would imagine myself, like, telling my great-grandchildren, like, how I made my fortune. <laughs> it was off of. Some stupid man. Oh, my God. <laughs> How does I, this never come up before? I have no idea. This is incredible. Okay. So, for me, it was like, crap. Yeah. This is ruined. I can't marry a Red Sox player now. Yeah. I don't want to, but, like, not for love, just for his money. Gotcha. And I had to, like, for real fall in love. Mm-hmm. Be in love and work and like work right, together, yeah. like grow together. Like it was a great plan. I, I mean, I honestly think I could have probably found him again after I took the Red Sox yeah. players' money, but that's not fate what I had did. a different idea. Yeah, and you know it all worked out for right. the best. <laughs> but I felt, I felt like those answers. I answered yes to that answer. I answered a lot of yeses too because I do feel like there's if you're if you're people like you and I. Mm-hmm who are like always doing the work. Mm-hmm. You're going to always be doing the work in your relationship. Right. You're going to, I don't have the ability to not say if something bugs me. Correct. Some people do. Right. You kind of do. You're losing it though. It's fast. It's fading quick. In yeah. You. I mean, yeah. I'll say it, but I'll wait for the right time. Or like and you'll say it like really I'll nice. Say it really nicely. I'll just be like, I'm Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. So I just also think that like you, it's twin flame kind of sometimes removes the like the work and like the credit you should get for like right. doing that in your relationship. Cause relationships are like, they're work. tough and they're work. And right. I just want you to have the credit and not like the fact Some that you're cosmic plan. Yeah. Like your soul got split into. Right. I think you just are in love, babe. And I think that's awesome. Right. And I, and I really, I, I just keep getting hung up on, I keep finding myself wanting to say, yeah, I'm on board. Like, I love the idea that my husband is someone that, like, I was fated to be with or that mirrors me and knows me so well that, like, yes. we feel like mirrors to each other. Yes. But 
you lose me at like the splitting of the souls. Same. Same. And I know some people don't take it that literally. Right, exactly. And I But some people do. I know. That's the problem. That's why we're here is because some people do take it that literally. You're you are a whole soul. Yes. You are complete without anybody else. And you're having worthy, you're supposed to be here. Yes, you don't need to earn any of that no, shit. No. But like if you are desiring a partner, mm-hmm. you deserve that. Go go get it. There's no shame in that. Like it doesn't mean you're half a person. Mm-hmm. It just means you're intuitive. Right. Yeah. So go like in intuitive and empathic people feel things bigger. Right. And we have to constantly find the deeper meaning and the growth mm-hmm. when you go through something hard. Well, like the moment of you meeting Matt or the moment of me meeting Billy. Yeah. Are those moments had by intuitive people or are those twin flame moments? Do you know what I'm saying? Like how right. they could be either. I think we're just labeling something that like doesn't have a label. Right. Like, I, like, and, and again, you could label it twin flame. You could label it soulmate. You could or label like it an energetic exchange. I mean, that's what love is, is an energetic exchange. You could right. just label it love or true love or whatever you want to say. Right. Do you, I mean, I see, I see other people in their relationships and they don't seem in like really in love. No, I think that there are some people that marry for safety or they marry for partnership. Yes. They marry because it's someone who they think they could build a life with safely and efficiently. Yes. But I, I also think that there are some relationships where the two people are like, you can really see how in love they are. I think that about you and your husband. I think that about me and my husband, like there is, there's a lot of love and care. A lot of love. A lot of love. A lot of love. (laughs) So, and like the way they, we're treated. I, I mean, a lot of times mm. I think the way our husbands treat us, other women sort of look at like, oh, mm. right. And I think that that's credit to them mm-hmm. and maybe credit to us too for yeah. what we are okay expectations. With. Yeah. Right. But I don't think that that means that my soul is halved. Correct. Yes. I just or think like, what I'm like, really what if, a if really great guy. Yeah, then your half your soul dies. I mean, I'll be devastated enough. Don't don't tell me that I'm like don't have half my soul now. I mean, especially to an abandonment person Seriously. like you. Are you kidding me? So now your own soul's abandoning you? Half of it? I mean, that would track. That would feed right into the story. I would never recover from that story. <laughs> I'm not allowing that story. So if you love the concept of twin flames and you're sure you're with a twin flame, I, I have no way to say you're not, and I'm not going to argue with you about it. No. I'm just going to say, I see it a little different probably, right. but like, okay, tell me, tell me, tell me what you think and how you see that. And I want to know. Right. And you very well could be right. Yeah. And if I get the feeling that you're safe and healthy, cool. Great label. Forever. Right. If you want to yeah. tell me you're with your, your trio flame. Okay. Are you happy? Exactly. Are you good? Are you taking care of? Are your desires and needs being met? Call it whatever the fuck you want to call it, babe. Agreed. Great. If you're with someone who's hurting you all the time. I don't care who they are. I don't care who they are. I don't care if they're most of your soul. You're just a drip of a soul. Right. They're out. Get out. Right. No, I'm going to, I'm going to guard the door and we're going to get you to a place where you feel better. Agreed. But so it's just the the label. And I think we have to be careful of. When something blows up like this, where there's really no origin, it's kind of like the Wild West mm-hmm. of like whatever we're going to call it, mm-hmm. just be careful. Yes. And also, like you said earlier, find someone who, and we say this about everything, right? Yeah. But find someone that's trusted, that's experienced and educated on this, because I feel like Twin Flames in particular mm-hmm. is like sort of a rabbit hole you can slide down on the internet. Where you don't know who you're getting information from or you don't know who you're sending money to to do a reading for. Like that I feel like that's like Twin Flame in particular is really susceptible to being like an a tool for scamming someone. Yes. So find find someone that's legit. This is where it comes to the critical thinking that if you're an intuitive person you're good at naturally. So use it. Where like read the language. Right. Like see what they're presenting. Right. I mean, in a lot of the quizzes I took, they asked for my, like, birthday and, yes. like, t- like, time of birth and location. Like, I was getting, like, a natal chart done. 
Yeah. And so that part confused me because I couldn't find an origin of that. But then I just thought, well, if you're if you're giving someone a reading, mm-hmm. that information for I think for some people is helpful to like pinpoint right. your energy. Right. So maybe that's why. But like, so I don't think that's a red flag or no. not. But just just look into stuff. No, but the very first link I clicked on when I searched twin flame quiz, I just hit the top one. Yeah. And they wanted all my natal chart info, but and then they clicked through and I had to give them my email, and then they clicked through and I had to pay them. Oh, yeah, I did that one, and too. I was and like, I was no, like, I'm paying you. Yeah. No. Yes. So, like, just obviously use your critical yeah. thinking. Use your and intuition. please pay experts in their field for things. Yeah, but not just some random, like, internet website. Random no. quiz, don't pay. But, like, if right. you find an expert in this and you, they have pay some, them. you know, good recommendations and you like the way they're talking about it, pay them and, and just be open to what they yeah. say because... I don't know about you, but like I can get a reading or something from someone who believes differently than me. Absolutely. I can take that in and then adjust it. And I always say that to other people. If I'm saying something in a way that it's not the right words for you or the right way to move it to how it works for you. Like that's what intuitive people do all the time. That's how we exist. Right. So do that. Yep. Understand that what shadow work is. And if you haven't listened to our episode on it, please go listen because Again, that's something that can be romanticized in a way that it presents it not as what it is. Exactly. And a lot of times when I'm listening to people talk about sort of the more healthy version mm-hmm. of twin flames, yep. it's two people who in their relationship do shadow work together. together. Exactly. And that's like a real, that causes like a very strong, like intimate bond with someone if you mm-hmm. do shadow work with them. So I would understand that that would like increase a lot of... The intensity. Intensity and feelings and vulnerability and trust and all of that. I agree. I think if you're going to go take some of the quizzes, I would love for you guys to report back if you found one that was like, oh, this this is a great quiz. They weren't bad. They were just Mm -hmm. leading me to know what to answer and I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I think whatever your version of Twin Flame is, just check to make sure it's not hurting you in any way Mm -hmm. or limiting you in any way. And then... Just go, like, connect with a bunch of souls, and the ones that make your soul feel good, be around them. Yes. The one that make your, ones that make your soul feel shitty, don't be around them. Yeah. Take some space. And you have permission, empaths of the world. You don't have to be giving your energy to everyone. No. Boundaries. Boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I need some coffee. <laughs> yes. And maybe we can, like, see in the coffee shop if we can spot twin flames so like if there are two half souls having coffee together there what do you think you can do that (laughs) hey everyone heather and i have an ask for you if you love this episode or if you love the igg can you do us a favor we need you to go on to whatever platform you listen on and download subscribe like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.